What's going on everyone? Welcome to Cartoon Season. I'm Tyler <laughs> and this is all about animation of course, cartoons, anime, all that good stuff. Today we are actually doing something fairly recent. Um, I think the last episode of this was last week, week before maybe. A little behind on it but we're doing Arcane first season and yes it is Label the season one because we know a season two is coming out. Very excited for that. Um, yeah, just gonna talk about the whole season. How much of a, I would say a shock for me at least. Not necessarily that it's good, because um, I feel like Netflix has done a fairly good job of acquiring and like working with some really good creators. Um, but my experience with League of Legends is uh, is my friend Ray. <laughs> he plays it. Not no interest uh, for me with the game, but the show kind of kind of almost makes me want to play it. Um, but yeah, we're talking about season one, bunch of stuff there. Um, the big one I'm going to start with is I'm going to talk about uh, Powder becoming Jinx. That's obviously a, a, a through line in the show. I want to talk about the Undercity's independence and that whole struggle, um, which started before the timeline of the show, um, and then as well as the parallels between Shimmer and Hextech and how they aren't really that different from each other and then also some predictions for what season two is going to be um, so that's going to be fun and yeah so before I get into that make sure to go to the YouTube tag or the yeah tag it to YouTube find more episodes of this as well as any other podcast platforms you got and yeah so let us get into Powder Becoming Jinx, very big part of the show. I would say one of the main reasons the show even exists. <laughs> Probably like 60% of the show is affected by Powder slash Jinx, um, at least. And it's a really nice transformation. Um, it doesn't always go in a place that I would like it to go, but then again, that's the point, right? Like, I would love it. I mean, you know, I'm going to go like step by step, basically, on all the different major points in Powder's life, um, but this is definitely one of the characters, I, maybe my favorite character, um, but also one of the most frustrating characters to watch, because you really just want her to not be crazy, I guess, even though it's not her fault, um, you just kind of want her to be like, yes, Vi, <laughs> we're together again, we can help each other, and we're, we love each other, because we're sisters, and, um, you know, you just want that to happen. You just want that to get through to her, but it, it doesn't. Um, but we start all the way back at the beginning with Vi and Powder being taken in by Vander, along with some other people. Uh, what was it? Milo, Clagger, and Echo. Um, those guys didn't realize those guys were orphans. Um, I thought they were just like friends. Um, in hindsight, though, it does make sense because Vander does kind of refer to Milo and Clagger as children. Or as, as, as kind of like his children almost. Um, Echo is a little different for me. But um, but I guess it does make sense again. Because he's just chilling with uh, Vander's friend. I forget his name. The shopkeep. Um, but yeah, they're taken in. And so it's 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 a classic setup of their orphans because of the war. Um, you know, all the, all the tragedy and everything. And so that already is kind of tough for them. But it does make them closer. Um because that's that's all the real family that they got 
um, and then we jump forward very quickly over to Vi and the gang. They are always trying to prove themselves, and Powder is always messing up, right? Powder is a little younger than them, um, I'm pretty sure, and she's not always carrying her weight. Um, you know, we learn this as the first episode and second episode go on that um, she kind of always messes up, like every single job they're on. You know, there's something about her, and then Vi covers for her as she should. Um, but that doesn't really help her in the long run. And they are on a job though, and Powder does pretty good. She's able to get some crystals. Um, this is something that they don't really know the power of. You can you can tell that some of the higher ups, some of the older people, like you know, not the kids, <laughs> might might recognize the the power of what Powder has. Um, but this is kind of the first time that we see that she's really grabbed something of use. And this is like, <laughs> this, this pretty much kicks off the entire show right here. Um, these, these, these dang crystals. Um, but, you know, up until now, she's, she's starting to redeem herself a little bit, you know. Um, but then we fast forward a little bit to Vi going to save Vander, because Vander's in trouble. Um, and all of those good graces are like half wiped out by her throwing the, 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 what is it? The hall into the ocean, which quick side note on that. I don't feel like that's really Powder's fault. I mean, she clearly wasn't cut out to like fight someone like that. And I feel like they knew it, you know, like the, the whole blaming Powder for everything. I don't really think that's fair because... If she messes up a bunch, I feel like if you guys are more well-equipped than her for these type of jobs, I feel like it's your responsibility to cover for her um, and also, like, train her and everything. Like, how, like how much time do they actually spend helping each other? You know, like, get, get better at everything rather than just hanging out at that one, like, arcade place, you know? Because um, other people aren't that great either. Like, like Vi is pretty good, but other people aren't, like, amazing. Um... But anyway, uh, and then we finally see the, the double down and the letdown with Vi having Powder stay home because she isn't ready. You know, she, like, she was she was fine with those smaller jobs, but for something like this, something like serious, Vi does not want Powder to come. And, and I don't necessarily think it's because she thinks that Powder is going to mess it up. It could just be because she's her older sister and she knows this is like dangerous, dangerous. And she's already going to save her father essentially she doesn't want to lose her sister in the process um which is fair you know again like it sucks because from powder's point of view um vi has basically solidified what powder thought of everyone thought of her which is that she's really useless when when the, when when it gets serious and when you would think that you would need everyone for help powder's left out and that is, of course, <laughs> another not good thing in the Powder Saga, because then it ends up with her deciding, well, I'm just going to go, I'm going to help, I got this, I got the crystals, right? That's that's good, you know, my, you know, my little machines, my little gadgets have not been working out so far, but with the help of these crystals, I've seen what they can do, I can at the very least blow their base up, maybe kill a few in the way, you know, and, uh, you know, chalk that up to a good day doesn't work though she kind of does like on a small scale she does what she wanted to do but on a big scale uh the explosion 
does take some people out, but it unfortunately kills Milo and Clagger, which if you just have just a quick hard stop right here, um, did not expect it to get this dark this quickly. You know, I feel like the vibe so far has been, you know, we've had some overtones here and there um, for these first two episodes, and then this is the third episode right now I'm already on, and, um, but I feel like now, like, to just see them clap <laughs> Milo and Clagger so quickly, like three episodes into this entire, like, we don't know how many seasons this is going to be. Hopefully, it's, the quality is good enough, and Netflix is nice enough to these creators that, you know, if they want to make 10 seasons, we got 10 seasons. But for Milo and Clagger to be gone that quickly, I was not expecting that. Like, like I was expecting them to be hurt, kind of like how Vi was hurt, you know, very badly injured. But, you know, she was able to bounce back. Um, but that right there, you could feel, like, your heart sink because you know that that's going to come back around a powder. Um, you know, which eventually I'll talk about in a second with Vi blaming her. But even just with her own mind, like, with all of her self-doubts. Um, and then for her to indirectly kill Milo and Clagger, I mean, it, it, it's a no, it's, it's no wonder that, <laughs> you know, throughout the rest of the show, she's kind of gone insane. Um, and not only does she kill them, but she does injure Vander and Vi. Um, and then we have the end where Vi does call Powder a jinx. Um, and that is really the, you know, her, her moment, right? Her, her character defining moment that makes her who she is. Um, and again, if we just stop right there, I don't know how fair that is. I mean, we, it's, it's easy to speculate, um, you know, cause as that was happening, I thought to myself, like, would they have been better off if Powder did not come on her own and try to help, you know, you, you, you could say yes, you know, maybe they would have all escaped in time. Maybe that door would have held for enough time for, you know, Clagger to uh, break, you know, the, 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 the wall and for Milo to free Vander and everything, maybe, but maybe the door wouldn't hold long enough and, you know, Vi is already pretty exhausted at this point. She's already pretty beat up. Um, Vander is out of practice, right? And Milo and Clagger, I mean, they probably won't be too much help, if any, against that, uh, that, that Shimmer Beast. You know, and the Shimmer, 100% health, 100% stamina. You know what I mean? Like, he got hit a couple times, but he's he's, he's pretty much tip-top shape. You know, and then we later, um, which I kind of skipped over because it wasn't really that important, the Powder story, but, you know, Vander did hold off the, the Shimmer Beast for, like, a couple blows. And you could say, well, that's because Vander got hit with the explosion, but so did the Shimmer thing. So I feel like they're in pretty even footing with how much damage they took, if we're thinking of this in, like, like an RPG. And he couldn't take him out then. So I don't know, even at full power Vander, if he could take out the full power Shimmer. So it's like, you kind of look in the alternate reality of Powder not coming, and would it be better? I don't know. It could have been worse. Maybe all four of them would have died. And Powder would have just been waiting for them to come back home, and none of them did until, I don't know, a little bit later in the night, maybe the next morning, when when she finds out from someone that they, that her literally, I mean, except for Echo, her entire family is dead, you know, so like, I don't, I get why Vi was upset at the time, because <laughs> two of her best friends and her father just died, but I don't know that it's fair to blame Jinx, I mean, yes, Jinx did do this, but... In the end, Vi's alive. 
right? That's 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 one out of four. <laughs> I don't know that we would have gotten even one out of four alive family members if Jinx, if Powder didn't come. You, you know what I mean? Like it could have been zero. Um, but again, it's it's all speculation. Um, and then in that moment, we do see that Vi, um, you know, Vi tries to go back to her because we see Silco um, coming for Powder, and we. You know, and the moment we see Silco holding the gun, like we're like, okay, he's he's gonna take revenge on them. He's gonna try to kill both Powder and Vi. Um, um, but but Marcus captures her, right? Marcus stops her, uh, brings her to jail. Um, which, in a way, I guess he was kind of sparing her because he probably would have killed Vi. You know, like Powder's one thing because. You know, I don't even, I mean, Silco, there's there's no real way to know. I mean, maybe later on, Powder told Silco what happened that night. But in the moment, there's no way Silco knew that the explosion was due to Powder. You know what I mean? So he just sees a child, decides to maybe kill her, but then is like, you know what? I can take you in. Because also, another thing that we may, you know, forget, you know, from time to time throughout the show, like, Silco and Vander were pretty much like brothers at one point. You know what I mean? Um, they had a huge disagreement. We'll talk about that later when we get into the um, Undercity's independence segment. But you could almost see that as like he still loved Vander to an extent. And Powder is, you know, Vander's kid for all intents and purposes. So you could see that as like it's his niece, you know, like maybe not kill her. Maybe we don't have to. Um, we had a huge, uh, huge little, uh, what is it, time skip here. Um, you know, after Powder is taken in by Silco, uh, we see that Powder is now Jinx, and she is helping Silco smuggle Shimmer into Piltover. This is a big change for her character. Um, kind of nice to see on one side because, you know, Jinx was never really trusted to do something, was never really trusted to, to be a part of the job. She was always kind of a weak link, and now she's kind of their secret weapon, you know, so it's a full 180. Um, we have some nice action here. I'm not going to touch on the action too much because it's it's tough to recap action. <laughs> um, but we get some nice action uh, action scenes here with Jinx knowing how to use her full arsenal. You know, she knows, I mean, not only how to use her like little gadgets and stuff, but also how to move. You know, she is, she's very athletic. Um, and uh, let's see what else we got. Um, there's a one moment here which is huge, where Jinx freezes when she sees someone who looks like Vi. At first glance, I thought it was Vi. I thought that's how they were going to re reconnect the relationship. Um, it wasn't, because <laughs> she immediately kills her. But she does freeze, and then that's when you really start to see the complexity of this Jinx character, where she does still think about that. You know, she's not completely gone. She's not completely like a monster. You know, she's not just Silco's, uh, like, drone, right? Um, she still does have feelings for Vi, you know, again, in, in a different show, um, different writers might have taken this a different way um, to where she has completely disassociated herself from her past life. Um, maybe she's tried, you know, um, I mean, later on, we see that's definitely not true. Like she wants to see Vi, um, but, you know, that that's a big moment for her. Um, she does try to make it up, though. You know, she does have a nice relationship with Silco, at least from her end. Um, and from Zilka's end, I guess, because, you know, again, we do learn as the show goes on, the relationship is not just, like, employer and employee, right? Um, they actually do have a, a more a more familial 
bond than um than probably vi would like to see and admit um and so you know she does try to impress him later on to try to make up for you know you know some of the missteps that she's had along the way um by by retrieving a hextech gemstone um which is great because that is some crazy power um you know mixing that with maybe some of the shimmer technology that that we got silko running with um you know would would make this a whole lot easier his 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 empire right um so now she's back in his good graces she never really left i mean again we learn later on that there's nothing uh there, there's nothing jinx could do <laughs> to really make make silko upset um you know except for leave him probably um a little bit later on um when jinx does realize that vi is alive which kind of sours her relationship with silko uh briefly and this is one of my favorite moments in the whole show this is the one of the hypest moments in the whole show for me is when jinx pulls out that flare that she was given in episode three i think and that came back around because she it was given to her by vi when they went to go save vander and vi was like if you get in trouble just just light the flare wherever you are i'll find you and that, that was a nice little moment um it never was it, you know wasn't necessary uh you know with with that fight with that rescue mission and you, you kind of forget about it or at least i did i forgot that that moment even happened until she pulled it out and lit it and that was so cool because um at first you're like oh yeah vi's gonna find her immediately and then we get a little bit of a die down where it starts to pewter and she starts to break down and it's like it's never gonna happen you know this it, it was it was stupid to think that anywhere my sister is she'd find me if i just like this flare and then she does and it's awesome it's a nice reunion um and it it sucks because <laughs> she then Vi gets immediately taken away from her and you just really see that jinx jinx has suffered more than any character in the show i would i would wager um you know any alive character anyway um, you know, Vi, I mean, Vi's up there, you know, Silco's up there, you know, even, even someone like Jace, which we don't really talk about too much. He's not really too much of a, of a part of uh, Jinx's story. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on him later, but P Powder Jinx really, really messed up. You know, she, she's got a lot of issues and, and, and it, again, you, you really can't blame her for how she acts, um, you know, and how, how confused she is and how much she wants to have one fit in one foot out. Um, and then it's even more exemplified a little later on where, um, there that's, it's the bridge scene and she uses the robot insects to kill Marcus and then injuring Vi and Caitlin. Um, you know, Marcus's death is kind of bittersweet because he was on, he was an enforcer. He was working with Silco. He didn't really like him, but then we have the scene where Silco turns his daughter and you realize that he, he got in over his head. Um, and he really was just doing what he thought was right. Um, and then with the death of his mentor, that that really turned him all the way. Um, but then Powder also injuring Vi and Caitlyn. That's something that really stings Vi. You know, you can see her look back on the bridge and she realizes that, you know, Powder might not exist anymore. Um, and how much Jinx was just ready to do it. Like she was like, yeah, this is this is what it has to be. Um, and then for her to even fight Echo to, uh, assuming fight to kill, <laughs> again, Echo, another one of the, her family members that's alive, you know, um, but even with that on, on Echo's side, we see that Echo can't kill Jinx because she, 
or he you know he still sees her as powder um you know those those familial bonds are still strong enough you know even all all the trash that he talked to Vi about her he still can't do it and i don't blame him jinx obviously uses this as a opportunity detonates a bomb injures them both severely but he, she's able to get away again in that moment you could argue if she was doing that to kill or if she's done it to get away again we're not sure how far uh you know how far on she, she you know her mind is um and then we get to really the 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 climax of this season when it comes to her character um she abducts silko vi and caitlin brings them to her her dinner quote unquote and there's also dolls um of milo Clagger, and vander which you've seen before um but now it's all out in the open for everyone to see vi especially is probably horrified of this um because i think this like she's been given examples of where jinx's mental state is at and what jinx has gone through since that day but this right here like being kidnapped by her and then also having silico and caitlin there and then having i mean i would say especially the dolls of milo clagger and vander and she just looks around and she's like this is not good you know like if if anything every time we see something more like this you can see it break vi to know that her her sister had to endure all of this you know she probably thought she had it worse you know where she was in prison for these months and years i don't know exactly how long how much time has passed but she was in prison you know but really she, you know she kind of came out okay <laughs> you know you know it sucked i'm sure but powder went through some serious trauma um and then we have next we got jinx wanting vi to kill caitlin you know she's been jealous of caitlin the whole time you know she she feels like vi is replacing her with caitlin which isn't true um you know and and then double down on that caitlin isn't is, is is a topsider right it's like why no 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 you don't you don't do that like they're the reason for this this and this um you know again because of all her trauma she she kind of can't see past the black and white you know especially with her being under silco it's just what she knows um and then also triple on top of that telling jing or, or you know telling vi to kill caitlin so that you'll get powder back you know be like oh if, if you kill her it's great i'll be powder I'll, I'll be by your side for the rest of our lives like it'll be great you'll have your sister back you know really really evil stuff <laughs> again i don't know if she's meaning for it to be like that but that's that's a real like super villain <laughs> you know um and throughout of this both vi and silko are both trying to appeal to jinx they're both trying to bring her to her side both of them are making arguments as to why jinx means more to them than the other one um it kind of causes her to freak out and in the midst of all this caitlin does break out of it which is very clever um but jinx with the power of the shimmer in her she moves too quick she's too powerful she knocks her out very quickly um to the dismay <laughs> of of vi again another example of i may not be able to get my sister back um and again in the midst of all this arguing and you know jinx can't think straight we've you know we've seen her have these these flashes many times at this point and she she ends up killing someone um i feel like the way it was shot the first time it made us 
scared that she shot Vi, but then the chair turns around, we see that she shot and killed Silco, um, which immediately is a fist pump moment. Like, yes, she chose Vi, and then you immediately realize that she did not choose Vi. Um, she really did not mean to uh, to kill Silco. That was just a lot of emotions in her mind. She's being confused with all all the words that were being spewed of what's happening here, where her end game even is. You know, like what what is it exactly? They, you know, she brought everyone here to this dinner. What 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 did she want to happen? I mean, I guess probably for Vi to kill Caitlyn, and then for I don't know for Silco and Vi to just be cool with each other. <laughs> you know, it'd probably be her best case scenario. It was never gonna happen though. And in that last moment, again, I've talked about it before, but this is really solidifying what Silco's relationship was with Jinx, where with his dying breath, he says that, you know, he, he was never going to give Jinx up to, you know, have uh, Piltover give the Undercity his independence. She was, he was never going to do that because that's the, that's a, it's like a daughter to him. Um, in that moment, again, we're we're kind of on the edge of our seat because we're like how is this going to resolve you know powder jinx pretty much has all the power in this moment for the resolution of this episode in this season and where the you know the the, the trajectory of her story as well as vice story caitlin's story you know all you know where it's going to go and she you know she she sits down in the jinx chair you know and she she has accepted her identity as jinx um, not only for herself, but also how she is now separate from Vi. You know, they were once they were once on the you know the same road, fork in the road. They're now on different paths, um, and Jinx has accepted that, and Vi just at this point has to accept it um, that they are going to exist away from each other. Um, very rough moment, you know, very very rough. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about it a little more once I get into my predictions because I feel like there's a lot that could come from this. Um, basically, it ends Jinx's story <laughs> for this season ends with her shooting the crystal rocket launcher at the council building, um, and it is just as they finished voting to give Zon independence. Um, we we don't see the impact. Um, well, I guess we do. I guess we see like a nice little um, end shot of the rocket just barely kissing the 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 huge stained glass window of the council building but we don't see the explosion we don't see what happens to people inside um i imagine that's what's gonna open up the next season um but yeah that's that's kind of the full you know a little long but it, it really is the full story of, of, of powder and jinx and again like i said she I, I feel like she's had the most pain she's gone through the most she has the most trauma um you know one thing i wanted to touch on at the top of the episode but i forgot <laughs> was um you know because it doesn't really fit into any one of these categories but i love the art style of this i love the animation even this screenshot right here if you're on youtube i have a currently i have a screenshot of jinx um for a couple for a few reasons one because i'm talking about jinx two because i want um you know because I, I again i love the art right if you're looking at it right now it's 3d uh, but it has a lot of 2d elements to it um, you know, which I love when when animators and illustrators and all that stuff they they meld 2D and 3D together. You don't have to pick one or the other. Um, and when you do it right, it looks fantastic. Um, and then even like the the style of it, like 
it, it looks like a painting, you know, it doesn't look like hard lines, it doesn't look like, um, you know, it's, 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 it's different than really most other things, um, you know, just the style of it, you know, like, when we talk about 2D and 3D, like, with the 2D of it, it, it like I said, it looks like a painting, but with the 3D of it, it almost looks like, not really clay, but it looks like it was sculpted, you know what I mean? Um, amazing. Um, and then the third reason why I have that image up is because I love this image in particular because it, it, it reminds me about her personality and like, like just, just that look in her eyes where something just happened and she now knows what she's going to do. Um, it's probably not good. She's probably about to kill someone or something. Um, you know, some of my favorite moments of that are, uh, it was when she finally got reunited with Levi and they were fighting the, the, the firelights and someone was like behind her and about to like basically slice her in half <laughs> from from top to bottom with like a sword or something and she just has that like wide-eyed like dead look in her eyes like almost like she has right here in this image i have pulled up and she just very slightly leans her body and leans her body to the side and does like almost like a half step but it's it's, it's one of the most disturbing like two seconds of this whole show because she didn't look her body didn't move unnecessarily she just like again with, with that blank almost like like calculated but also kind of psychotic look in her eyes she just kind of steps away from it and then like murders this man <laughs> you know um and that's another reason why i love this character um and also with her specifically with the art style um you know whenever she does have these thoughts like we have the the weird flashes the overlays the 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 2d like graffiti drawings that that get put on characters like through the lens of her eyes um it's it's really cool um but yeah jinx my, my favorite character of the show definitely my my you know the most interesting character in the show i'm very interested to see where she goes touch on that when we get to predictions though because next we got i don't know why that's on the screen it just i think it just does it when it flips um, we got the Undercity's Independence, a much shorter segment, but I did want to touch on it because I think it is very core to what this show is, um, and I have an image of Silco up uh, for a reason, because we, we started this whole thing with, with basically Vander, right? We know that he was a leader, maybe the leader, um, I'm not quite sure, um, you know, of, of the rebellion, and, and now he's a barman, you know, so that right there kind of shows, <laughs> very, very loosely shows the arc of the Undercity trying to get their independence, um, where it obviously didn't work. They tried, they lost a lot of people. He mentioned this, and now he's just trying to keep everyone together. Um, then we have Silco. Silco, real time in the show, he's trying to launch another revolution with the help of a shimmer. Um, you know, he thinks with this, he can have, you know, people have these superhuman abilities, and the top side is not going to be able to stop them. Um, I don't necessarily believe, you know, as the show goes on, I think we, we break down Silco's character more and more. I don't really believe him to be evil. Um, I think some of the things he does can be considered evil, but I, I really do think he's just someone that really wants his city's independence, something that he fights for. Um, you know, and I think he's been dealt a bad hand, I think, just like everyone else in the Undercity. You know, they do what they gotta do. I think that's a perfect parallel to many of the groups of people in real life 
where they, they, they may do some things that are looked at as not good, but it's that's the situation they're in. They got to do it. You know, murder is one thing, but there are other things, um, you know, that that people do that it's, it's out of desperation. It's out of, well, this is what I have to do to survive. Um, and I think Silco's kind of in that tough position. And again, we get some flashbacks. We learn again more and more with their relationship that Vander and Silco were partners. They were basically brothers. Um, but that ended with when Vander made a deal with the enforcers, um, and Silco very much disagreed with it. You know, they have two sides of the same coin, right? Where where Vander, in the moment, realized that if he doesn't agree to just being, or, or not being, just like having peace with Topside and just being you, you over there, I'll be over here, was going to be the way to save more lives. Where Silco was like, no, we can't. Like after all they've done. We're just gonna, you know, we they win. Vander wouldn't see it like that, of course, but Silco does. It's like we we had a goal, we didn't achieve it, we lost. Like we're we are still under their rule. We still do what they say. Like they they still have the power to cut off our resources. <laughs> you know, we're not independent. We haven't won. We're not good. Um, and. We see a little bit later with Silco trying to make some sort of agreement, you know, one that is more heavily favored uh, for him, you know, Zahn actually getting independence. Um, unfortunately, that does come with a stipulation that he cannot agree to, which we talked about just a few minutes ago with Jace needing, uh, you, you, know, you know, needing someone to punish for everything that's happened so far. And we need Jinx. Silco was going to give himself up, but it's, you know, Jace makes a good point where it's like, I can't make a deal with you and then put you in jail or kill you. You know what I mean? Then what happens to the deal? I got to have someone else, <laughs> you know? Um, and I'm, I'm going to end this one the same way as the last one, where the independence story arc ends with Jinx shooting a crystal rocket at the council right as they were decided to give Zon independence. Um, again, I'm going to talk a little bit, probably more about this in predictions, but it is interesting that the independent storyline kind of ends there. Um, you know, they, they fight and they fight and they fight and they finally get it without giving up Jinx, you know, at least in the moment, right? I mean, I'm sure if that played out, you know, Jace would have had to go back to Silco and, um, there would have been a conversation there. Um, but it's, it's funny that they get their independence Silco does not live to see it, and Jinx, his his daughter, basically, you're assuming is about to ruin that. <laughs> Again, we'll get into it a little with with uh, with predictions, but it's it's funny that it almost like it it, it almost came full circle, um, you know, with, with with them trying to gain their independence from from everyone. Um, but yeah, so there's a nice thing there. I mean, like it's a story that we've kind of seen before with uh, with. Um, you know, certain like di uh, dystopian books or movies and stuff um, with the whole gaining in, uh, Independence Day, right? Um, but it is nice that they they like achieve their goal, but no one is going to actually reap the rewards or, or not the rewards, the the, the benefits of independence. <laughs> um, but yeah. Next and final topic. Uh, before predictions, we got Shimmer versus Hextech, and how I feel like 
Hextech is supposed to be looked at as good and Shimmer is supposed to be looked at as bad, but I feel like they are almost the same exact thing. It's just, it's just, you know, how it's portrayed, right? Um, so we have the, you know, going on the Hextech side, we got the, the crystal, which causes the explosion from powder by the gang, all that stuff, right? Where immediately it's, you know, we see something very powerful and very, uh, very valuable, but right off the rip, we see that, you know, what, what becomes Hextech, not great, you know, not great, blows up a building, um, you know, messes with, uh, jace here uh you know almost messes with jace's uh who's the the girl it's not oh it's caitlin right isn't that caitlin yeah so i mean right off the rip it's like this this does not have a good history <laughs> you know and then we see more of more of like uh uh what's his name heimerdinger that's how you say his name we got more of him like being like no this is not good like you think it's good and it might be good but it's not good um and then on the shimmer side we have a more more aggressive portrayal of how bad it is with Shimmer turning people into like savage monsters, right? Um, turning people into like the Hulk almost, uh, probably with less like motor skills probably. Um, and then even more from that, I don't know if I touch on this, I don't think I do, but um, people need the Shimmer because it does help certain parts of you, but it, it messes with other parts of your body, especially your brain. And it is more like a drug, you know, like Shimmer is looked at as more of a drug, whereas uh, Hextech and the crystals and all that is looked at more as like an, an energy source, you, you know, almost like nuclear power, where it's like nuclear power can be really, really good. But, but you know, we as a society, we are still too scared of it um, from what it could bring. And that's all. That's a whole other conversation <laughs> that that um, probably isn't suited for this podcast. But um and then going back to the crystals, you know, Jace obviously believes that the crystals can advance Piltover because it once saved his own life. So it's like, these are good, like we can use this, you know, and even um, earlier on in the show, you know, it's it's shown that, that Piltover is um, is kind of in need of something like that. You know, we're, we're in, you know, right now it might seem kind of stagnant when it comes to our our progress as a as a society like, like like we need something we need some crazy breakthrough from someone to get us to the next level of our advancement um so it's possible this thing could do it you know and jace does this wholeheartedly and him and victor they shadily create hextech um, again has some very very good potential but just the fact that we had to go behind people's backs like there has to be a reason why people like Heim, Heimerdinger and even other people on the council are like, we don't know if this is a good idea. Um, again, they're uh, up until this point, we're constantly riding the line of some people say it's good, some people say it's bad. And you're, you, you're kind of fighting for Jace because you feel like he, he's a good person and he's really trying to help everyone. Um, but then again, you, you look at some of the council members who have been here for a lot longer and if they're not, they're not into it, maybe, maybe experience is something that, 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 you know, we should heed. Um, because then we, we, we look at one of the most crucial scenes in the whole show with, you know, Powder abusing the crystals, not knowing how to use them, proving Heimerdinger's point that in the wrong hands, these can be dangerous. The crystals end up killing Milo and Klager and indirectly um, killing Vander 
injuring Vi, <laughs> turning Powder into Jinx. Like, there, there's a lot of bad stuff that came because of the Crystals, and even just that one moment. Crystals didn't exist. None of that stuff would have happened, at least in that way. Um, and even right after that, on the Shimmer side, again, bad. <laughs> on the Shimmer side, Vander takes Shimmer to save Vi. Yes, very good thing there. But he dies because of it. You know, like he's able to save her, cool, but again, in that moment, if he didn't take it, would Vander and Vi would have died? Maybe. But if we're just looking at the facts <laughs> of what happened, Shimmer killed him, you know. And then a little bit later, we're going back to Jinx, this time not with Shimmer, with Hexstone or Hextech Gemstone. She goes to retrieve some, right? Because, you know, did press Silco and all that. And ends up killing multiple enforcers in the process. Now, you can say that's not directly because of Hextech. But just Hextech existing and people wanting it. Again, maybe not so good people wanting it. Um, could, you know, could lead to casualties and deaths. Because they are willing to fight. They're willing to kill to get that sort of power. Um, and then another thing on the bad side. Again, more, more like drug parallels. We got Marcus helps Silco to smuggle Shimmer. Probably don't need to smuggle things that are good. And also in that, Marcus kind of turns because of it. Silco exists. Because, you know, like, the, again, indirect, uh, the, you know, the indirect portrayal of, of you know, these the, these two things. Um, we got Heimerdinger again. He wanting to destroy the Hex core. And Jace hasn't voted off the council. So again, this is something that you at you know at this point you can definitely say that Jace become obsessed with this technology and because of it he is doing some things that he probably wouldn't do if this thing didn't exist again you can argue if this is for good or for bad but I don't know you know maybe Heimerdinger was just the old dude that should step down you know it's 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 your time you know you're we need some younger people who actually have maybe more of a grasp on what uh, you know, our city has become and what it really needs, rather than what it did need. Um, but again, it's still a very controversial <laughs> thing that he did. I don't know. Um, then we got Silco bribing the locals with Shimmer to find Vi and Caitlyn again. It is destroying many lives. Again, more drug parallels to um, you know, basically people being reliant on it. The the one dude who was quote unquote friends with Vi. Uh, it turns out that he was just being used so that he can get some shimmer, <laughs> you know. Um, so again, some very not good things. Um, we got Victor using the shimmer and the hex core to fix his body. So now we have them both together. <laughs> now it's just a double dose of bad. Um, you could say, yes, this is great. He's able to fix parts of his body. But every good thing we got a bad thing right and the hex core slash shimmer combination that helped uh improve victor's body made him not have to use that cane anymore right a very big moment for him his whole thing not his whole thing but a very large part of his character is that um you know he was disabled ever since a child and um you know that that didn't really help him in the in the social circles right um so it's great then we see that it kills his his assistant sky who seemed like a really good person really eager wanting to work you know liked victor um you know at least as at the very least as like an inspiration right and she got turned to dust <laughs> she 
she she got Thanos snapped. Um, so again, we got we got a good thing, we got a bad thing. Um, another good thing we did have Shimmer help save Jinx's life, right? Then we got later on where it's like, is is, is that even further corrupting her? You know, because we've seen what Jinx can do, or not Jinx, we've seen what Shimmer can do to people. Um, where where it can maybe not not put them in, in quite the right mindset. Um, and the end of all this, we got Jinx shooting the crystal rocket launcher <laughs> at the council as they decided to give Zon independence. Um, again, not only directly with the rocket launcher itself, having Shimmer and um, Shimmer and Hextech technology, but also the whole situation with the independence and where that came from and how Shimmer and Hextech play a part in that, play the part in the council, they play a part in what Jace has been able to convince the council of in that moment it's just so much you know like again so i i just wanted to kind of put a light on that to show that they are not so different from each other um initially they're given two very different faces but i think by the end of it i think you realize that both of these things are very dangerous um i don't think that either of them are going to lead to anything particularly good particularly uh um, you know, in the right direction. Um, and I think as it goes on, they're just going to get abused more and more. Um, you know. Yeah, and then we reach the prediction section. I'm actually going to write too many things down because I don't, I, I didn't really have too many like specifics. Because um, I, I, I really honestly feel like this can be a show that can last for many seasons. Um, you know, especially with like the roster that League of Legends has, with the roster that that Riot has, um, I'm sure they can intertwine a bunch of stuff. And even if they don't give up too many characters from from the League of Legends roster in the show, um, I still feel like this show, the world they've built, I feel like is very vast. You know, like there are in my mind, I've made comparisons, um, you know, to things like Game of Thrones, where it's like again, I'm not saying that's going to be the same quality. Um, but this first season is a very good indicator for what I hope um, the quality is going to be for the rest of the show. And also, like I said, with like the world they've built with the different, um, we got the Undercity, we got Topside, we got Council specifically, you know, we got um, different factions in the Undercity, we got different generations, you know, with have different mindsets and stuff. So I think the parallels with Game of Thrones, I think, make sense, um, you know, on, on, on that side as well. So some of the predictions I got, I got really four as I'm talking. I might think of one or two more, but um, some some immediate stuff. Like I said, I do think the first episode is just going to open up where the the last episode started um, with with the explosion. And I think I think it's safe to say at least one council member is going to die from that. Um, I think the only way I could be wrong in that scenario is if Victor is the one who dies because Victor is in the the council room. Um, I don't think Victor will die. I don't like that ending to his character. Um, I feel like something else should kill him if he doesn't end up dying. Um, but I do think at least one council member will die. I think I think the more that die, the the more interesting it'll be. Um, I I don't think Jace will die either. I think we need him. Um, I think it's possible that. Uh, the one council lady is her name just like mel <laughs> isn't it something like that you know the one that, that that jace has a relationship with i think it's 
possible that she will die? Because part of me is like, no, I think she's important to the story. I think we're going to need more of her. But then part of me is like, that could be a really crazy spike to throw into Jace's character um, if she dies. But I don't know. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I do think one of them has to die, though. Because even if it doesn't, like, I could see them doing nobody. I'd just be like, okay, this is the, oh, man, we're going to attack. It's got to be them. You know, something's going to, you know, a, a, a huge... <laughs> story turn is going to happen regardless but i think one at least one of them has to die to just further pound in that um you know that that sentiment of oh no it's war like this is this is happening um, or at least it's already started um next i got that echo and heimerdinger are you know are gonna help the firelights thrive i think that's an easy one but i feel like the second season there's gonna be a lot more focus on the firelights and I think Heimerdinger being there is really really cool because he's not on the council anymore he doesn't really have anywhere else to go um, so him joining the firelights almost just as like a, a consultant with all of his knowledge um, and has all his being a scientist like I think that him and Echo is gonna be a really good matchup for bringing the firelights to their potential as a group um i think that's gonna be really cool to see um vi and caitlin will continue to be the bridge between the undercity and piltover um i again i think that's an easy one um i think if they do go to war it's gonna be even more interesting because um, caitlin is inherently a topsider um you know from piltover and everything and vi is inherently an undersider um i'm not saying it's gonna be like romeo and juliet i think that's a little a little cliche but um i do think they're gonna keep in contact you know i think that there's been a couple times in the series where it's like oh no they're they're not really they're not anything they're not even really friends you know they're 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 gonna go their separate ways but i think after all they've been through especially the last episode i think they are gonna maintain a relationship i don't know the level of relationship that they have but um you know i do think they are going to help each other and you know they are you know because I think they both have really good heads on their shoulders and I don't think Vi has much of a chip on her shoulder about Piltover as a whole. You know, it's like everyone Piltover is evil. You know, whereas it goes the other way too where it's like Caitlyn is ignorant and through Vi she has learned a lot and like the Undercity, they're not just bad people. You know, so, you know, so I think they've both been able to simmer down each other's generalizations they had about each other's um, world, <laughs> I guess. Um, and I think we're gonna we're gonna continue to see that, um, and then and, you know, big character we got Jinx. Um, I wasn't really sure where to fit her in all of this. I think it's possible she might be either lead or at least be a huge key figure for the rebellion for the Undercity. Um, you know, because I do think that that's where she's going. You know, I think Silco dying is kind of it for her. And I think she is going to fight for the Undercity in ways that she probably doesn't have to, in ways that it's probably reckless, um, might might make things worse. But um, you, you know, I do think she's going to rile up a lot of people in the Undercity, and unfortunately, her actions as well as you know many other characters' actions are going to lead to some sort of war. Um, I think that just that, that just has to happen. 
Um, I don't know <laughs> with the council room about to explode. I don't know how they can recover from that in a uh, what's the word in a, in, with a with a diplomatic solution, <laughs> you know. Um, that's pretty much all the predictions I have. There's not too many more. Um, again, like the with, with the show ending the way it did, you know, I, I feel like I pretty much just covered everything. You know, with we got Echo and Heimdinger and the Firelights, right? I mean, with them, if you want to extend with that, um, you know, I I do think they have a chip on their shoulder about Piltover or, or for Piltover. I think Heimerdinger will calm that. Um, but it's tough because like you, you you could try and make the Firelights choose a side. They might not choose a side. They might just be a third party, you know? Um, so yeah, so that's all I got. Um, very, very good show just to cap this off. Very good show. Um, I love everything about it. You know, I, I don't think there's anything else they could have done to make the show better. Visually stunning. I thought the writing was amazing. The characters were fun, interesting. Um, very excited that season two has already been greenlit. And I hope it comes soon. <laughs> you know, I hope, you know, and, and it really another thing, kind of the last thing I want to say um, about this is this really, and, and I saw this going around, but I, this, this really does show what a product what what the quality of a product can be when the the team behind a show like this is just given the resources they need to create a show like this when it comes whether it's money or time or whatever like this show and i could be wrong you know some reports could come out later on about this but it really doesn't feel like they were rushed it doesn't feel like there was crunch you know because because there's just such polish you know, to, to this show, you know, there's such, like, there are things, you know, even just visually about the show that are added in, and it's just like, there's no way they did that under crunch, like, they're like, I mean, there is a way, <laughs> but, because obviously there's, there's amazingly highly regarded products that have come because of crunch, but, like, I don't know, there's, there's little little things here and there, little details here and there that's just like, I, I just don't imagine that people that were rushed into finishing this product just, you know, just to push it out were able to add these little touches here and there, you know, to, to bring this show from a 9 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10, you know? Um, I just I just don't know that's possible. Um, but I really do hope that if that is the case, that that is the case and it continues to be the case, um, that people like Netflix and um, the other studio that Riot and Netflix partnered with, um, you know, to make this continue to give their workers, their animators, illustrators, background artists, writers, lighters, <laughs> all these people, you know, the 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 resources to continue to make the show amazing because, you know, this this could really go down as, as, as one of them shows, you know. Um, but yeah, so that is all. That is everything. Um, I've talked too much about this show, so yeah, let me know what you thought of this show. I thought it was incredible. Um, let me know anything that I missed as well as any predictions that you have different from mine, or maybe you just disagree with some of the stuff I have. Let me know why I am wrong. Um, let me know what you want me to see me do next or hear me do next, I guess. Lots of good shows out there. I'm going to try to 
do more um, more up-to-date stuff, more current stuff. I'm a little late on this. I probably could have done this a couple weeks earlier, but um, let me know. Um, also, didn't touch on this at all <laughs> at the top of the episode. Um, this is a bonus episode. You know, I didn't touch on this at all. This is not coming out on the regular day. I'm um, recording this right now. I'm probably going to put this out. You're probably going to see that this was uploaded on a Wednesday, I would imagine. Um, not going to be the regular Monday episode just because I don't want to like slide this in somewhere and replace it with something and then push something out because I, I record things fairly far in advance. So things like this, like current shows that are airing, I'm not going to try to squeeze them into the regular Monday slot and just mess up my whole schedule. I'm just going to add them in as a, as, as a little bonus episode for y'all. So um, y'all are going to get this is the second episode of the week. So um, very cool there. So, um, but yeah, that is really it. Seriously, it. Um, so, yeah, so that was great. And until next time, uh, hopefully we get more shows like this because adult animation does not only have to be Family Guy. No slight against Family Guy, but it, it, it can be stuff like this. You know, it doesn't always have to be adult humor, adult gags. It can be something fleshed out like this. So hopefully this helps lead this new generation of amazingly funded adult animated shows. Thank you.